This episode, Chocolate Crinkle Cookies. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. And together we've published more than 25 cookbooks and won some national awards like the IACP People's Choice Award this year, baby. And some international awards like the Gourmand Award at the Paris Book Show, Fifi. And we've appeared on a number of national bestseller lists. We were two below Fifty Shades of Grey this year. I have always wanted to be two below Fifty Shades of Grey. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years, except maybe bowls of kibble for the collies. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I fucking made that. I wanted chocolate crinkle cookies, very old-fashioned, chewy chocolate cookies that look as if they have a million little cracks on them, about like if hardened lava were made out of chocolate and rolled into a cookie Mm, shape and dusted with confectioner's sugar, but I could kill you. Maybe you got low blood sugar. Maybe you need a cookie. Exactly. And this recipe has me sifting and sifting. I hate crap like this. This is busy work. It is not busy work. It's important work. Sifting is not something you could just ignore when it's in a recipe. Sifting flour, sifting cocoa, sifting dry ingredients lightens them. It allows them to blend with the wet ingredients better. It makes for a lighter dough. It makes for more even blending. You can't skip sifting. Oh, if you say so. So I've got two cups of all-purpose flour, one and a half cups of confectioner's sugar, half a cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, two teaspoons of baking powder, and a half teaspoon of salt, and I'm sifting it. And I'm sifting it again, too. And here's life lesson number four zillion. Don't use kosher salt in this. Oh, no. Did you use kosher salt (laughs) in this? (laughs) Because Chef here keeps all sorts of grainy salts out on the counter, you know, all those lovely sea salts and all that stuff. So I grab one up. And guess what what won't go through the mesh of the sieve? Yeah, kosher salt. So I got it down (laughs) to the grains of salt. Then I had to throw those out because they were sitting at the bottom of the sieve. And then I had to add my salt, real salt, you know, good old Morton's tail salt. And then I had to sift again. Isn't cooking wonderful? Yeah, I could still kill you. So what's next? Okay, now you're going to set up a double boiler. Because you need to melt four ounces of chopped unsweetened chocolate with four tablespoons or a half a stick of unsalted butter. You really don't want to live, do you? <laughs> no, you could use the microwave to oh, to melt it. Oh. Just put them in a glass bowl or in one of those glass measuring cups we have. And then clean the microwave up. Only if the butter pops, which it does. So lay a paper towel over the top, give it 10 or 15 seconds, stir with a fork and repeat that until the butter melts or you uh, have a big mess in your microwave, which you won't have if you lay a paper towel over the top. But if I use a microwave, I won't be a real chef. No, you won't be a real chef. I could kill you. I have survived this recipe up to this point. Oh, you fair flower. I know, but man, these old school recipes are a pain in the ass. No wonder our grandmothers were so bitter. Mine wasn't bitter, but then again, she made hamantaschen, and that's a different show. Mazel tov. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. So anyway, I'm beating one and a half cups packed light brown sugar with all that melted chocolate and butter stuff until it gets creamy. Then I'm going to add a third a cup light corn syrup, four large egg whites, and two teaspoons of vanilla extract. Now, as we always say, the eggs needed to be at room temperature so they don't shock the batter into seizing up. And in this case, I didn't take those eggs out for you earlier, so what I did is a little trick. When your eggs are really cold and you need them to be at room temperature, just submerge them in a bowl of warm water for about five minutes, and that will take the chill off of them and they'll be perfect for baking with. So, life lesson number four zillion and one. I'm going to add all that sifted flour mixture, and I'm going to turn the mixer off first. Otherwise, it'll be snowing in the kitchen, and then I will kill you. Okay, but that's still not it. Once the flour is incorporated... And no more than incorporated. Right, right, right. When we wrote this recipe the first time in the Ultimate Chocolate Cookie Book, we said to turn the beaters off and use a rubber spatula to fold in the sifted flour. But now, today, you told me I could use a mixer. You, so what gives? Yeah, you can use the mixer because the more I've made these cookies and the more I've watched these cookies be made, this batter is really kind of thick and dense. Um, it's almost like a soft Play-Doh. But it's, it's tough enough that mixing it with a spatula is really hard. In fact, I've broken a wooden spoon trying this. Oh, excellent. The mixer is heavy duty and it will handle it. And it'll mix the flour in beautifully. But again, don't overmix it. Just till the flour is done and then it'll be perfect. And then once we do all that, we have to refrigerate the dough for one to eight hours. Isn't cooking wonderful? Then we roll up little bits of dough about the size of a large olive. Roll those in confectioner's In your hand, sugar. but roll the balls in your hand. Yes. yes. And then bake them on lined baking sheets for 16 minutes a bit. That's really the easy part. Remember, it's kind of like stir frying. You've already done the hard part. Yeah. That's the easy part. And we'll get to that a little later when it's all chilled. Now, you're going to bake them until the cookies have spread a bit and they're all crackled across the surfaces and they feel somewhat firm if you touch them. And then... Oh, for God's sake. Tasting and judgment. My favorite part. Well, since it's all about cookies today, I guess it's my favorite part too. All right. I have to try one of these. Okay, what I love about these oh, is so that soft, right? crunch mm. on the outside, mm. the soft in the inside, mm. almost like a macaroon, but it's mm. not macaroon. It is kind chocolate. of weirdly macaroonish, right? I mean, it's not really, God, any French chef would kill us, but it does kind of have that macaroonish consistency. It's probably from that corn syrup, right? That's yeah, that, that helps give it that really great mouthfeel. I think cookies are my favorite food. Yeah, it's, gosh, it's, it's really, these are really nice, and... As I recall, these things freeze really well too, right? And you can eat them right out of the freezer too, because they don't—they oh, don't freeze rock hard, so right. they're really nice right out oh of the freezer. Oh my gosh! And uh, they're perfect for Christmas. You can make them ahead. No, they look like the holidays because they look like little snow-covered chocolate peaks. Snow-covered chocolate discs. Yeah, they're kind of that nice. are lava that it's hardened and <laughs> cracked or something. Excellent. I don't know what the hell I said. Anyway, yes. Well, so what did you learn today? Well, I learned that baking is a pain in the ass. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that all along. You're just still. impatient. You're just impatient. I know, true. Really, honestly, baking is kind of this weirdly warm, organic, homey thing. I mean, it's just, it's it's countercultural, right, in the end. It, there's something countercultural about baking. Baking is, to me, is 
more crafty than making a stew or roasting a chicken because mm. you're you're like building something with your hands and you're shaping it and you're you're it it's almost like woodwork with food right and it's it, it's really amazing that in the end i think what i like best about baking is that it forces us me 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 actually me it's all about me it forces me to slow down a bit um you know, I can't make these old school cookies in just a minute. It's impossible, but wow, the results are so worth it. And you get to spend some time doing something that's a little homey, organic. I mean, it's 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 non-Twitter. It's non-Facebook. It's non-internet world. It's, it's Plus, kind of you amazing. end up with cookies. Yeah, you do always cookies. This recipe for chocolate crinkle cookies is from our cookbook, The Ultimate Chocolate Cookie Book, with over 100 recipes for all sorts of chocolate cookies. It's available wherever fine books are sold, but you can also find this recipe on our website, bruceandmark.com. If you like our podcast, would you mind rating us and reviewing us on iTunes or whatever platform you found us on? And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter by dropping us a note on our website, bruceandmark.com. Check it out. Chocolate crinkle cookies. I fucking made them, and Bruce lived to tell the tale. <laughs>